All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of What's What VR. We have a special guest with us today. We have Shemaine Savoy. Is that right? Thank you. Shemaine Savoy. There you go, Brandon. You Hello. Go. I was worried for anybody who doesn't know. I was kind of worried before we got started on that one. So, so tell me, what do you do over at the Audubon Institute for anybody who doesn't know? At Audubon Nature Institute, I am the Vice President of Community Affairs. There we go. That sounds important. It sounds like you're probably <laughs> talking to a lot of other more important people than me. So. I am not talking to any more important people than you, Brandon. Well, I, I appreciate a, you. Mm -hmm, have a great opportunity to represent Audubon, not only in the media, but uh, government relations and civic and neighborhood engagement. And just to just for diving in right there, there's a lot more to, I think a lot of people just think, you know, Audubon and they think like aquarium or zoo, you know, and then they forget about, there's a lot more to it that goes on, right? Absolutely. We run nine parks and museums in the city. So we operate Audubon Zoo, Audubon Aquarium of the Americas, Audubon Park, Woldenburg Riverfront Park. We have a wilderness park across the river. We have a research facility across the river and we run Audubon Louisiana Nature Center in New Orleans East. Unfortunately, we have had to shutter Audubon Butterfly Garden and Insectarium due to the pandemic. That's, I was about to say, did I forget one, you know, or did some, so that didn't, it was too much, I guess, during the pandemic to the butterflies. I always see them when I'm walking down canal or we'll see the entrance, like we need to go in there. So Yes. Unfortunately, we did have to shutter that attraction and the exhibits from Audubon Butterfly Garden and Insectarium will be moving into Audubon Aquarium. Um, we will be beginning construction likely next year. Oh, well, that's not, so it's a delay. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> it is not the so, end of the world, thankfully. <laughs> right. So tell me, it is, you know, we're summertime. We have kids are out of school. It seems like they've been out of school forever. They would finally, we got them back and now they're back out again. There's a million things that are going on. You know, what can somebody, you know, expect if we were to turn around and get them over to say the zoo? Is anything a little bit different happening over there or what's we're it very like? We're very excited, Brandon, that Cool Zoo is actually opening this season. Of course, because of COVID, we weren't able to open last season. So we're very excited that Cool Zoo opens Wednesday, June 16th. We'll be open Wednesday through Sunday from 10 to 5 uh, this summer. And uh, when uh, the calendar flips to August, we're going to go to weekends only on August 7th. And then from August 7th to Labor Day, we'll be open weekends only. But for now, we're going to be every day that the zoo is open. And we're really excited about that. So for anybody who, for somebody who doesn't have any idea, you know, what is Cool Zoo? Cool Zoo is a fantastic water park in the middle of Audubon Zoo. So we have an alligator soaker that will dump gallons and gallons and gallons of water on you. There's an alligator slide. There's... Um, spider monkey soakers, there are water spitting snakes, there are shade trees for the adults. And then the signature is our lazy river. It's a 750 foot lazy river that you get on your inner tube and let the cares of the world go by while you float around the lazy river. In the zoo. In Audubon Zoo, it's amazing. That is, that's literally the word I was gonna use. That's amazing, I had no idea. So, so when is that, that's gotta be a hot, 
like you've got to know that everybody's gonna be lined up for that. Come, you know, to kind of as mentioned before, we date ourselves. You know, we're Monday. This is opening Wednesday, right? Is this? Are you guys expecting crowds? You know, or people buying tickets online? Do you get them at the gate? You know, what's the? How do you get in line? We ask everyone to purchase their ticket online in advance. And the uh, Cool Zoo and Lazy River admission is separate from zoo admission. So you will go to our website, AutumnNatureInstitute.org, purchase your zoo ticket, or if you're a member, download your member ticket, and then purchase your Cool Zoo ticket as well. Tickets are $8 for members and $10 for non-members. So you want to make sure you have both in your cart before you check out. We are expecting crowds. It's getting hot already. We're getting heat advisories already. It's only June 14th, as you mentioned. And so... We are expecting crowds again. We were not able to open last season because of the pandemic. So we're excited to be back this season. And we're doing things a little bit different this year. We have two time slots. You can either visit in the morning from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. or you can visit in the afternoon from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. And in between, we'll do all the cleaning and sanitizing to CDC standards while we sort of flip the cool zoo over for the next round of guests and members. Okay, so it's tracks that you're going into in the morning or afternoon, and then that will, since there's tickets, that means it will sell out. And so you need to go quickly, and you need both tickets, right? Zoo ticket and cool zoo ticket. That's exactly correct. So if you're a member, you will just download your member ticket the normal way that you do, but you'll add your cool zoo ticket to your cart. And if you're not a member, you will put your zoo ticket in your cart as well as your cool zoo ticket for the time frame that you'd like to visit cool zoo. And the good thing is you can you can discover the whole zoo and then go to cool zoo or you can go to cool zoo and get yourself you know, cooled off and then walk around the zoo. So it's an excellent opportunity to enjoy the zoo as well as our splash park. So for the people that we can say, we told you so, like, what is it for the guy, you know, who's somebody like me who probably just says, I forget, I'll just grab a ticket when I get there. A, you're probably sold out, but B, is that even an option? It is an option, but we do suggest you purchase in advance. There's certainly there are going to be days when we sell out, likely the weekends. So uh, we do suggest that you check with us first, but I'm sure there'll be a few walk-up tickets available each day. This is the first time Wednesday, two days, 48 hours, this place goes live. Last year didn't go because of COVID. And I'm assuming the year before that, everything was being built. So this is, a lot of people are excited about this, I can imagine. Actually, no, this is uh, this is our maybe sixth season of the Lazy River and Cool Zoo, maybe okay. even seven or eight seasons now. But this okay. is not a new attraction for Audubon. We um, this has been several years. It's it's immensely popular. So we're excited <laughs> that we're able to reopen this season because again we were shuttered last season, as you mentioned. Oh. Uh, with the zoo, so you'd mentioned you could kind of go before or after, you know, get around. The zoo's got some new animals this year. That you know, is there some? There's some new. I've heard of one, but is there anything else that people should know about? Is it might entice them to kind of come in? Well, so the new animal that you're speaking of is Madhu. She is our Sumatran orangutan. She's a baby. And our partners at Children's Hospital, uh, we had a little contest with the patients in the, in the hospital to help us uh, suggest a name for Madhu. And so the patients chose out of three names, Madhu, Bonnie, or Matahari. Matahari. I hope I'm saying that right. And they chose Madhu, which means honey in Malay. So we're excited that guests can come and see the new baby in the orangutan habitat. 
And then also what we're, we're excited about is our reptile house and our nocturnal house where we have bats have both been closed because of COVID. So they recently reopened as well. So those are also some fan favorites at Audubon Zoo that we welcome people to visit again. Oh, see, I did the zoo not too long ago and frankly was very happy. My boys, I have eight-year-old twin boys and they were highly upset that the reptiles, they couldn't go in. I was highly excited because I did not <laughs> want to go in. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of how I could like, just pretend like if I could get them by it quick enough and be like, nope, it's still closed and blame it on COVID. <laughs> and I didn't well, even hopefully realize they're not it. watching. <laughs> no, they would never watch this because it'd be just more of their father talking to them and they're, they're beyond that. You know, if I'm not a video game or a character on Minecraft, I don't think they want to talk to me. So, um, and you said bats too? They're yes, the nocturnal, the nocturnal house has bats. Yes, that's in Jaguar jungle. That's fairly new. Okay. If you're looking for me, I will not be in either one of those places, I promise. Oh, gotcha. I'll look for you in Cool Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> cool zoo, lazy river, just fun. That's that sounds like my thing. So it's fantastic. So what um what else is happening over there? It sounds like it's just there's so many things going on. We've talked a lot about you know the zoo itself, but like you said, you've got nine other you know properties that are moving right. around. So you know it's getting warm as we just mentioned. So if cool zoo is not your thing, get yourself inside the air conditioned Audubon Aquarium. Uh, we are um, we're excited that you know that facility also reopened um, after COVID some months ago, and it's it's a great place to take the family and cool off and uh, experience you know the riverfront as well, and a, it's a you know a great part of the French Quarter. So we have you know the Gulf of Mexico, we have penguins, we have living in water, seahorses, sea otters. It's a it's a great place to take the entire family in an air conditioned setting. That's every time we have family come in from out of town, we usually will make that loop where it's, they all want to go down and see the quarter and they want to see all that. And we're like, well, we're going to go to the aquarium too. And they're like, why? We're like, you'll thank us after your sweat, you know, and you're tired, you can go cool off and walk through the aquarium. Exactly. So. We're happy that, you know, we have options for families, whether you're downtown or whether you're uptown, there's always a great way to celebrate the wonders of nature with Audubon Nature Institute. And is and I, you know, I do want to bring up, you know, I talked, you know, what a lot of people may not realize is, you know, during this pandemic, you guys have not only it's might have areas that have been closed, you know, but the animals still have to be fed, you know, the tanks still need to be clean. So you, you guys and your team have continued, you know, throughout this whole process that a lot of people may not have thought, you know, it's, we can't just go home and let everybody do what they need to. And then y'all come back, sweep up the driveway and invite everybody in. It's been around the clock, right? Brandon, you're absolutely right. You can't explain to a Jaguar that we're in a pandemic and we can't afford his food or his medicines or the care that he needs. So we did have to stand up a recovery fund, which is still um, available, audubonrecoveryfund.org. We welcome any help that anyone can give. We were not in the government's original, uh, we were not in the CARES Act. So we have been relying on the generosity of donors um, you know, private donors and others for, from whom we've raised money. And we, you know, we, we have 15,000 animals to care for. It takes about $75,000 a month to care for them. And you're absolutely right. We had to do that while we were shuttered. And since we've been open, 
So we, we need all the help that we can get. We're excited that Cool Zoo is back. That'll help us a little bit. And uh, we're also excited that we're hiring. We know we need team members to come back and join our walk on the wild side with us and work on the wild side with us so that we can continue to deliver uh, care for our animals and uh, customer service to our guests and our members. Well, that's amazing. I'm glad I love, I've, we've been doing this show now almost a year and some change. It was started a little right around the pandemic, I guess is when it started. And I've just kind of watched this wave you know, kind of move of everybody, you know, it's why it originally started was it was just talking to people of, you know, what are you going to do? How is this going to work? You know, what's your story? And, and then it's just moved. And I love how it, I bring this up every time somebody says it, but you hear now people are saying we're hiring, you know, five months ago, you could hear people saying, well, we're thinking it's coming back, you know, we're getting ready, you know, but you can see the economy is starting to move again. And we're trying to get people there. And that's exciting to me. That's, you know, ultimately what it takes is it takes people getting going to work, going and spending some time floating around a river because that helps, you know, feed animals. You can float. Look at that. You can help the animals by floating around the river. You don't have to do anything. Who would have thought you can actually help animals by floating in an inner tube around a 750 foot lazy river, but you absolutely can. There you go. Well, no, I think that's, I think it's amazing. I think, like I said, you know, thank you to your staff and everybody there and everybody there, all the employees, it, like I said, you can't tell the Jaguar no. You know, you still have to, you know, go out and feed them. So hats off to everybody there who really stepped up and went in every day and did what they had to do and kept everything cleaned up, even though there weren't people showing up. So that can be that can be taxing, I'm sure. So we appreciate the support. We really do. It's it's been um it's been amazing to watch our team, uh, small and mighty as they are, to to take care of the animals in our collection, to take care of our grounds, our facilities, our buildings, and everything that it takes to run our organization, you know, uptown, downtown, and on the West Bank. So we appreciate your support and the opportunity to tell our story here. Yeah, we'd love it. Tell me, last thing before I let you get into the more important people in the world, is there any insider tip that we can give anybody? You know, is it, you know, Here's the, you know, drive the back way. You can get a closer parking spot. Is it better to come in the morning? Is it better in the afternoon? You know, what is the insider, you know, tip if there was one? Or I would say at the zoo in the morning is definitely when you want to come before the heat of the day gets to you. So I would get your ticket for, you know, the 10 or 11 o'clock time slot uh, for the zoo. Get your 10 o'clock ticket for cool zoo. Be there when the gates open, have your ticket ready to go on your phone or print it out so that we can scan it and you can just zoom on through. Um, I also suggest you start in the swamp and work your way forward uh, for the zoo. That's just a, a personal suggestion. And mm -hmm. I would do the zoo part first and then you know cool off in the lazy river. Um, so oh. that, that's my suggestion. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why anybody would do it any other way. It would just seem like I'll it's hot in the morning. I was talking to you know, a buddy of mine the other day who's up north and he was telling me how hot it was. And I was like, really, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about it. You know, you're high for the day. I don't even think we got that low. You know, it's when it's 85 degrees at night, when the sun's down, you know, it's hot during the day. Right. <laughs> so, well, look, I appreciate you stopping in, making some time for us to tell us what's going on. I hope we can get a bunch of people there. Um, it's, as I always say, people got a lot more important people to talk to than me. So, 
It's, There's um, no one more important. Thank you for the opportunity. We appreciate the uh, ability to share with your audience everything that's going on at Audubon Nature Institute. And just ask everyone to visit our website, audubonnatureinstitute.org. There's a wealth of information about buying a membership, supporting us, purchasing tickets to Cool Zoo, um, the zoo or the aquarium, and everything that's going on in conservation in our world. Yeah, and I'll tell a pro tip from a parent to another is to do the membership because you can always send the sitter with the kids, you know, and you already got a membership for the kids. You just pick up a ticket for the babysitter and they can go a lot more and you don't have to always be there. Yes. So. We have several levels of membership and a couple of them do allow for the caregiver. So it's an excellent pro tip. Thank there you for we sharing go. that. <laughs> there we go. Well, I appreciate it. I'd love to have you come back. Tell us how it goes, what everybody, how long the lines were and, you know, kind of what's next, you know, so we'll uh, keep in touch. Sure. Let, let's come. Let's talk in the fall about what we have coming up then. Absolutely. Well, thank you. You have an awesome day. Thank you. You too.